I say, excuse me, Dr. Butler, Dr. Meister. Yes. I'm just going to refer to you as doctor. Good. Like we all should. All, any and all doctors. (laughs) Any, is there something you want to say, Sarah? Episode 479. You know, just how upset I am mm-hmm. about that freaking thing that was written in the, what is it, Wall Street Journal. Yeah, the op-ed. Wow. What the fuck with that guy? What? I mean, tell me your feelings when you saw that, Seuss. Well, so there was an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. Doctor, sorry. By this douchebag <laughs> who began, I think it began the article with like, Dr. Biden, Mrs. Biden, Jill, kiddo. Oh, he called oh, her kiddo. That was, I mean, I couldn't. I thought that it was a joke. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my, oh my God!" With the with the with the two hyphen thing, like with the pause. So I didn't know that you can get so much condescension in <laughs> so in the first line of a, a, a article, like. Yeah, that's just impressive. And he wanted um, Jill Biden to refrain from using her doctor <laughs> of education title. Um, oh. From what I can tell, because he was a professor at Northwestern for 30 years. He is not a PhD mm-hmm. or any kind of doctor. Uh-huh. And only a BA. He had been given an honorific. So he was doctor, you know, an honored, whatever they call that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, when someone calls me doctor, I correct them. Well, yeah, because you're yeah, not a doctor. Yeah, because you're honorary. Right. Oh, God. Um, and so he doesn't feel like she should be able to use the title that she actually did earn. Oh, God. That's, that was a real head scratcher for me. Besides the fact I... that she has a vagina, so we have to diminish ourselves all the time. I mean, I can feel myself actually. <laughs> Your blood pressure. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm checking it right now. It's not. I mean, what is he? Here's my thing. Yeah. What was he trying That's to right. do? I don't get it. Like, do you think that, like, what did he think was going to come from this? That she was going to read this and be like, oh, you're right. Forgive me. Right. Obviously, he didn't expect that result. So he must have just wanted to have the dialogue uh, cultural dialogue about whether or not a doctor of oh education is a doctor or a PhD oh is I'm a doctor. Getting, I like have it in front of me right now <laughs> and like you're seething. I am. It like as for your ED, like mm-hmm. educational doctorate, mm-hmm. but, uh, Madam First Lady, hard earned though it may have been, this line, oh my God, I'm going to actually like blow fire out of my (laughs) ears right now yeah please consider stowing it Mm -hmm. at least in public at least for now oh my god i'm actually sick i did not think like i was like i'm gonna just talk about this because we have to but i did not (laughs) think that i was gonna get what was like what was his reason for why she should i don't get that i didn't read it because i don't want to give him any more air Neither did I until I just pulled it up now to, I mean, I like read the beginning and I read the end because I can't, I don't want to, same thing. I, I can't, I, it's, I know we really I shouldn't even be talking shit. about it. Cause I hate like right. when that we're doing the thing that he wanted, which is kind of giving him no, I, a pedestal and. 
is it a pedestal or is it well, like spotlight for sure? Yeah, but like this is the thing that he's gonna go down as. Yeah, right. You know, this is his claim to fame. This is his claim. So it feels like yeah. I don't know. Well, it. I loved um, Michelle Obama's comment about it, um, where she said, "You know, we ought not take the weakness of criticism, mm. and we should have the strength of." Um, forget the word that she used but just uh you know a uh you know giving accolades to people who've accomplished something especially women yeah yes yep and oh, uh, and i really liked um uh uh oh my gosh i don't i don't even know what her name is but dr martin luther king's daughter oh okay she said you know my my father didn't have a medical doctorate right and he changed like many lives or you know but i can't remember the exact mm-hmm. quote yeah and he's this like guy said, and i was like uh yeah okay the op-ed said you shouldn't call yourself a doctor unless you've delivered a baby oh that was it that's the whole oh my god that's the hilarious part because she has yeah she has oh my god oh my god it's Susie? disgusting i mean it's repugnant Susie. it really is I can't tell you how often I reply to people with just a link to our Canet sweatshirt. <laughs> you do? Oh, my God. I did it to Jemmy the other day because Jemmy was on uh, Twitter. And, I mean, I love her. She is the fucking greatest. <laughs> she is, like, ugh, she's just so fun. And some idiot had the audacity to comment on things that he cannot comment on uh-huh. and she was like you know i let this root like you know get to me for a little bit and then i was like fuck this guy and i was like yeah this is exactly why we made this sweatshirt and sent her the link yeah can so I was like, it this, fucking can it everybody can it <laughs> you don't get to talk everybody right. like live your own lives stop shouldn't all over the place oh, if, if if the sentence is going to start with you or could start with you should you're yeah. about to do stop saying it stop it just stop it right it is gross and Golly. this is what white men often do is that <sighs> it doesn't matter that you earned something you don't deserve to um crow about it or even to acknowledge <sighs> it publicly that's what this guy's saying she shouldn't acknowledge her doctorate publicly she should stow it to to somehow soften the blow on this mediocre white guy like what is the fear here that she's going to outshine her husband the fucking president oh you think like i can remember a time when i was getting letters behind my name and people in my life felt I could feel like a little bit of like, a, oh, you have this? Well, maybe I should go to school for this. Mm-hmm. A little bit of competition with that. Yeah. From Yeah. So I think that that might be like an a idea that the woman shouldn't hold a higher title than the man. Yeah, the like they oh, – okay, I get you. Yeah, they, they try to undermine your accomplishment if it, it in any way threatens their – dominance right and that's why you know we would we'll push back and um you can call me dr meister
<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay. Okay. Mm. As we were saying. Yeah. I was trying. Okay, things we're mad at, uh, you know, just like white men. Yeah, Yeah, I really, I don't have a lot of stories this week about things that I'm like uh, frustrated with outside of that. You know, like in my real life, knock on wood, my apartment, no leaks, no nothing. (laughs) The bar is so low. You're like, it didn't flood this week. (laughs) Yeah, I did have an experience at the dog park where Bo was like. We saw these like this guy come in over with his um, uh, uh, labradoodle, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then so I see him walking like towards the park area, and like I was about to go home with Bo, and I'm like, oh no no, co- oh, then come on Bo, like they're coming, let's go to the park, and I was like talk out loud to Bo, and so we go in the park and we're sitting and waiting, and Bo's like excited for the other dogs to get there, and so like this guy lets his dog off the leash. Now this dog's running around outside of the dog park oh no right then his (laughs) two buddies come up with their two labradoodles so it's like a thing now and these are like guys (laughs) who like look like they're like designers for some clothing label they're like too cool okay and none of them are wearing masks oh no so we don't like them and then we- they come up, then another guy joins and he brings his big dog. He's got like this big, and this is not against this breed. This just happens to be the kind of breed it was. Uh, this big pit bull and it's like a male in the group and you could tell this guy was a little hesitant to take the dog off leash. Mind you, I am inside mm-hmm. a dog park. Right. They are 15 feet away mm-hmm. from the entrance to the dog park, hanging out, chit-chatting. Two of the guys have their dogs off the leash and they're running around like crazy. Bo's looking like there's a party she wasn't invited to. I Aww. feel so sad for her. Then this big dog comes oh over God. and you could tell the guy was like, oh, I shouldn't really take him off the leash. And then the guy was like, I don't know, felt peer pressured by his other buddies, takes this dog off the leash. Immediately, the dog runs over to the gate, starts like going after like you know lunging at Bo through the gate. Aww. And the guy runs over is like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Puts it on the leash. N- then I look like it is now. I, no, no, like oh, we'll we'll put the dogs on the leash. We'll move over. Now I'm standing by the gate, it, with giving all my body language of hey, I'd like to leave the dog park yeah, now. Right. But since your dog just lunged at my dog, do you think maybe you can move out of the way of the entrance, like mm-hmm. for not just social distancing reasons, but also because your dog just like it, yes, Graham what beat the it. Fuck? Yeah, and beat it. And so they all just hung out there. I couldn't even believe it. And 
like the energy that I had to get into it with these guys. And I just knew if I opened up like the, can you please move? It would be like, and another thing, where are your masks and da, 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 da. And I was just like, I do not have the energy for this. So that was the only thing this week that really pissed me off. And uh, I had to like, really, you know, think you about that. Like, but didn't try to use the old damsel in distress routine, like. Can you help me? No. Okay. Oh, my God, no. With these guys, I have... The, guys like this, I have the opposite. Like, I, like, I, I like, want to make them feel like idiots. <laughs> I know. I wish I had that. I need that more. Like, I, I like... It's like I'd like to, like, emasculate them and then oh make God, them, like... It's like the that. guy I called out for not picking up his dog Yes, shit. I recall. I was like, hey, buddy. <laughs> what are we going to do about that, huh? And then when he's like, where do I put it? I don't know the fucking trash okay. man. Okay, well, oh my god! Why don't? You, how come? How do you have the courage to do that? Because I I don't have that. Uh, like with um, men in particular. Well, I will say the mask really helps. Oh, it's like your power move. Okay. Yeah, it's you been feel invincible. Um, yeah, okay. I do for something like that. I don't know why. Um, so that helps, and then mm-hmm. also, if it feels like. If it, if it feels like injustice in some way, we're like, they're not following rules that are for everybody else. Or like, they think that they can get away with something. Mm -hmm. I don't like that shit. No, I I think it's good that you're like that. Yeah. You don't take no prisoners. Sometimes I wish I did it more, but you know. I think you're doing just enough. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Well, it's like that lady at Ikea who was like, you should just cut the line. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to tell her real loud why I can't. Why? That's a bad idea and you shouldn't do that. Make her I kind of was on her side about that. I know. I'm annoyed. <laughs> because Golly. I always have to think like, who am I really mad at? The person that cuts the line or the fact that that's an actually effective way to beat the yeah. system? Like it shouldn't even be Ikea's... Anytime the cashier engages someone that cuts the line, I think, well, I guess they did the right thing. You know what? Now that you mention it, I don't mean to make the starts of these episodes shit Sarah's pissed off about, (laughs) but another thing. Right. Okay. Okay. What happened? Susan, I went in to, so I had ordered some, an online order from Zara Mm -hmm. and I ordered pants in two sizes. One size didn't fit. So I return it. Like you do, because that's what you have to do since you can't try anything on these days and we're living in a freaking weird world. Okay. Yep. So I go to return the pants. Now, all of LA is on lockdown. Like we don't go anywhere. You don't do anything. This is, that's it. And I go in there. It's been like 62 days. They are very strict on the return policy. And they're like, I'm sorry, we can't take these back. It's been longer than that. I'm like, in this situation you're you're not gonna okay so that's fine i like go i'm like gonna go walk out and out of the corner of my eye i catch the most beautiful wool camel colored long trench coat it is so gorgeous okay the tag on it says 69 dollars. wow oh my god that cannot be right that is so gorgeous i pick it up i go to like you know almost try it on the woman's like oh you can't try it on but because i picked it up take i'm like okay fine i get it you, i picked it up and i took it you know out of the way of the the one that was behind it i saw the price tag on the one behind it and it said 219 dollars. and i was like oh 219 dollars. this one says 69 tagging error in my favor yeah so i go to take it up to her 
and I go, uh, you know, can I, uh, can I, I would like to, uh, just, you know, if this one's marked at 219 and this one's marked at 69, can I get this one? And she was like, oh no, we have to check the price on that. Grabs it out of my hand, scans the price and goes, no, it's 220 or 219 or whatever. No. That's not fair. I should have got that for $69. I wouldn't have even, and then even I asked. Even, I know that was my bad. Yeah, that was the one thing honest. I did wrong. Yeah, I should have just gone up to the front. Ah, oh, motherfucker! I should have just done that. I would have made a penny off of just flipping that. Right. It was so beautiful. Ugh. So then I like looked up. Can you return things or not return? But uh, do do stores have to give you the price marked? Yeah. Right. <sighs> They do not. What? They, it only, I, I looked it up. It only counts as like false advertising or like so grocery stores have to do that. Or, or if they advertise that they do that, right. then they have to. But, um, uh, 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 it says that it's only like lawful if there's intention to deceive. Wow. Not if it, I know. I was like, damn it working freaking retail forever and i've always i've always been like Me oh yeah because yeah, i don't care because i'm not the the yeah i'm not nordstrom i'm not zara i don't give a crap if I, this person gets like an extra whatever off and i'm getting paid the same price i'm like i wanted to say to these women like are they paying you enough to care this much about this price difference yeah right come on now but like, she just hated i was like you. i can't f- she did i was like they Everybody in there, it was one of those days where I felt like everybody in the world was pissed off. Oh, yeah, that happens. Do you ever have, yeah. like, where I was like, oh, my God. And I even had clients that were like, today's like a yeah, sometimes weird the day. And I'm like, yep, the world. Mm-hmm. I know it. Just- and I, I had to go check it. I was like, is there a full moon? And there wasn't. <laughs> it was like half. Because I was like, people are acting real, real weird. And I was like putting out good vibes into the universe. Aww, and everybody was giving Sarah. me back bad vibes. And I was like, is this the universe testing me? Oh, that's awful. Mm. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, And you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So absolutely none of those were things that I wanted to talk <laughs> right, about okay. with you today. Onward. But I have such fun stories for you. Okay, they things that like, so do you want to hear about, mm. well, I think they're fun. You know how we are. Um, do you want to hear about uh, the... Uh, this week in things that other countries are totally doing right. Okay. Um, or a oh, an update to an amazing story. Well, I'm totally over like I'm not even overselling it, but I'm totally like do that pitching one. This one. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> this this was an article. When I opened this up, I was like, this felt like the podcast gods oh. gifting me a wonderful little like 
present in a bow for Christmas. Oh my God. Can't uh, wait. And I can't even say pos- podcast gods because shout out to Francesca. Oh gosh, it's playing. Hang on. A video is playing. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, uh, Brain Candy Brainiac Francesca who sent me this update. Okay. Fantastic. So you remember our, the story that you shared about the Rocky Mountain treasure chest. Oh yeah. Oh, Guess yeah. what? We identified the person who found it. I saw that. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Tell me it what, is like all in a bow and wrapped up in closure. Yes, because we did need it. Because I kept revisiting that story where an author had um, yes. buried or hid uh, a chest of jewels and coins and things and gave a poem to his readers to like lead them to where it was. But people were trying for years and dying even to find it literally dying yes, five to find people it. died i mean that's kind of horrific but whoa so then they said they found the treasure but they weren't going to say who it was because the person wanted to be anonymous yes. and i was like right. that's a little weird and then the author dies like mm-hmm. a few months later so it felt like yes. what this doesn't make sense so I'm go like, ahead. Sorry. Was, like exactly no i love it <laughs> i love that like because that's what i got so excited about because Hello, felt, when do you get updates? And what were you saying? Didn't it felt you what? think, like when we covered it initially, it did sound a little bit far-fetched that this had been going over 10 years, people had died, then all of a sudden it was found. I and then couldn't believe it. The author dies. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I couldn't. I was like, that is too, you know, it seemed a little bit like the monoliths. Oh, yes. they just happened to show up and we just happened to find it. And like you find one and then you magically see another. Yeah. And it seemed like, mm, these dates are a little too like coincidental. Yes. No, this was just the poetry of the universe. Yeah. Kind of oh, like that's a beautiful out phrase. Like that. I like Thanks. that. I just like came up with that's that. Really you know what made lovely. me think of that was that my grandma died on the morning of her 99th birthday. Oh. And it feel, felt, that felt like poetry of the universe. That's where she beautiful. was like, and her birthday's 3.14, and there's something about 999 is like, oh, this God. not, like, she's I like don't know. In, yeah. She's like right? fucking Nostradamus or something. I know. Come, it was like way. <laughs> and the last thing she said to me was like, look for me in the bird. She said yeah. to my mom was, look for and me in the birds, and the bird, bird show up. came. Right, right. Come on. So. So and then I mean, come on! And then like, the universe gives me Ren as my, oh my amazing God. partner, who is a bird. Come Sarah. on, Sarah! I know. Why so have I love you that. been not talking about that? Well, I thought I thought I did when we first got together. Maybe you did, but I didn't absorb it. That is amazing. Yeah, and isn't that cute? Yes. I know. It's like the sweetest thing. And I have like bird, I have like a blackbird tattooed on me. Oh God, and like, this I is have incredible. the lyrics from the blackbird by the Beatles on my back. And I got both of those before my grandma said that and before, I you know, we she just said, figured like, out the meaning of life. I'm not sure. I, oh my God. <laughs> on episode, what is this? Yeah, 479. We figured it 479? out. 479. It took 479 <laughs> episodes to figure out the meaning of life it's it's close enough to that ten thousand hour rule <laughs> that's hilarious okay carry on oh Sorry. okay okay so this so this article it was in abc news and uh it was great because it gave me a lot of the details that like i didn't have before or like you know didn't bother looking up yeah um 
So the author of the poem was a wealthy New Mexico antiquities dealer Mm -hmm. whose name was Forrest Fenn. And I didn't know that. He was like an antiquities dealer because I was wondering, where the the hell did he get all this money? Mm -hmm. And so if that's what he's doing, like, you know, being all like like an antiques dealer in New Mexico, then okay. It's like more than a million dollars. Mm -hmm. Plausible. Mm -hmm. And so it also gave me info on uh, the... A poem and what the poem said. Okay. So, okay. So the, the, which part do I want to tell you first? There's so many exciting things. So the, the treasure was found by this guy who's from Michigan, mm-hmm. who's the exact kind of person that we would want to find it. So I feel, you know, his name's uh, Jonathan or Jack Stoof and he is a writer and he's a graduate from Georgetown University, and he worked for The Onion and then later freelance for BuzzFeed before enrolling in medical school. So he's mm-hmm. like a nerdy guy, and he's like a writer. And then he's got to have a sense of humor because mm-hmm. he worked for The Onion. So he seems like like that's who I would want, somebody who's like, I don't know. Right, cool and A writer type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he said he, he thought about it every single day for at least a couple of hours a day. I can and see that. he Right. So he um, did the smartest thing in, in finding the treasure rather than like, and maybe a lot of people did this, but rather than, than thinking about where it was from the poem, he studied his life, mm-hmm. the author's life. Yeah. And he read his, I think it was like a memoir mm-hmm. or, and in the memoir, which was called The Thrill of the Chase, um, he just learned everything about this guy. And he learned that he wanted to be buried in Wyoming and he wrote about it yeah. in like where he wished to die. Mm-hmm. And so the poem says, um, I think the poem begins with, begin it where the warm waters halt. And I think that's like a code of where I want to go when I die, mm-hmm. where the warm waters halt. And take it in the canyon down, not far, but too far to walk. Put it below the home of Brown, the poem began. And so it ended up being a place in, yeah, this place in Wyoming. And he found it. And he said that the primary emotion that he experienced when he found it wasn't this joy or happiness, but this profound feeling of relief. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I cause like think about if you just lose twenty dollars in your house and you just had it and that yeah. feeling of like I where is it? And yeah how that bothers you. So imagine if you knew there was a two million dollar whatever treasure oh, yeah. just sitting somewhere. And a lot of people became obsessed and there were these chat rooms and forums and stuff where they would compare notes. And evidently in the poem, if you could figure it out, he did include the GPS coordinates, but he did it in such, the the author did it in such a way um, that people were trying that, but then they got tripped up because it wasn't in the order they thought. But Mm. now they know because other people have figured out where they... They, it was buried, even though the finder never revealed where it was specifically. Oh, man. Yeah. That's so cool. I, uh, I I thought the onion thing was like, this could still be a hoax. Oh, <gasps> no. You know, well, just it gave me a little, because it's kind of fun to imagine it's a little, like there might be more to the story. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, he did work oh, for the onion. Oh, is it fun or is it like <laughs> torture? Oh! There's a little, yes, because now it's like, you know, those ribbons where 
if you pull on one end, it just keeps unraveling yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. It's like you tied my present with a pretty bow, and then there's one little string hanging off the end of that rivet. But, like, <laughs> oh, God, don't pull it. No, I do think he legitimately found it, but I do like kind of like that maybe there's more to the story. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. But I don't understand how or why he would have to not be anonymous. Like, it was a court order. That's right, because he said he didn't want people to know. That's the part that makes me think it can't, it's probably not a hoax, because Mm -hmm. why would the court, like, you know, he said that. That's uh, true. Yeah. That there were, like, um, that the author had endured stalkers, death threats, home invasions, lawsuits, potential kidnappings, all with, like, related to the treasure, and he didn't want those things to happen to his family. In the forums, some women claimed that when they, like, reached out to the author to, like, kind of say hello and Mm -hmm. maybe get a hint, that the the (laughs) author would ask them for nudes. (gasps) Like, this was an allegation. I don't know if it's true. Oh, my God. Let me look at this guy's picture. <laughs> well, in the meantime, I could get that vibe. One one thing that will help prevent you from being nude is your lovely third love bra, which you could probably oh, get in the God. color nude. Um, yes, these third love bras make wearing a bra bearable because for me, otherwise, it is not. They have memory foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch free band. They have uh, sizes. From double A all the way up to I, including half cups and bands from 30 to 40. I'm, what I'm trying to say is they have your size. And you know what else I love? They have nude bras, not just in one color nude, because we are not all the same color nude. Right. That's right. They have a whole spectrum. Yes. And they're oh beautiful, God, so beautiful and comfortable, and they will give you comfort and support. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering our listeners 10% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash brain now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash brain for 10% off today. Dang, and they have sales too? I'm getting, I'm re-upping. Go, yeah. <laughs> do it. It's time. Okay. Mm. So... Yes. So that is the first exciting story that I have to tell you about. Um, Now you get to choose between. uh, Do you want to know, again, uh, about... How about this? One country that is doing things right or one country where it's like, okay, put that on the list of why we should never go there. Oh, my God. That one. Okay. Explain this to me. First of all, Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you a photo, and then you could just react to it. And that is the best. (laughs) That is the best. Okay. So, Susie, Mm -hmm. what do you think about that? The anticipation. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Ah! Sarah sent me a horrific night... Oh, God. This picture of this spider that shouldn't even be called a spider because that is like a small dog. It is called a huntsman spider. And in Australia, that is, uh, you know, uh, hanging out. And this (laughs) motherfucking family decided (laughs) that they would live, let this spider live with them. Why? And it just, it's been living with them for a whole year. Stop. No. What? They said that they've been watching it grow. 
Why don't they let it go outside or donate it to the zoo or something? How I think that these are that just is? common spiders. Um, oh my gosh, it did say in this. It okay. If you so, did from leg to leg, it's probably over a foot. Like oh, for sure. Inches. Just the body itself is over six inches. And this is oh, there's so much gross things. First of all, <sighs> what? Why are they? Why are? Why would you be like? <laughs> Okay, there's so many things in this article that I have yeah, to like go over questions. with you. So many follow-up questions. So in this article, he – does it give the name – this guy Jake. I don't even know what his last name is. Jake freaking crazy out of his mo- goddamn mind is what his last name is. <laughs> uh, he just said, you know, Huntsman spiders, like they've they've always been like around in our house and we're tolerable or tolerate them because they eat cockroaches and so we don't have to use any – toxic chemicals to kill pests oh well, i don't great. know i feel like i need some toxic chemicals to get rid of that spider um <laughs> but then it goes on to say we named like he says this like we're like not gonna have a like excuse me what yeah. he says the we named the spider charlotte in order to calm our son jack and daughter bella and their mm-hmm. apprehension about having a spider live with them no if your son and daughter are like, I'd like to not live with that thing Absolutely. that's half the size of me, mm-hmm. maybe you should not have it. And so they said they spotted her about 12 months ago, and then she like would pop up, and one of the most exciting moments was when they saw her eating an Asian house gecko. Oh, no. And they eat things as big as baby possums. I am not okay with this. Like, I, I don't... Do they not bite? Is that what the thing is? Well, guess what? They do. They produce <sighs> venom, and they just say that somebody who was a, a, a no, spider specialist was quoted in this article, and it said that it's called Abandoned Huntsman Spider, or Sydney Huntsman, which makes me think that they live in Sydney, which uh, makes me not want to go to Sydney very much. <laughs> and, like, you're going to have to, re- like, really sell me on the beaches there <laughs> to be, like, okay with spiders that size. Dinner plates, for real. Yeah. And they produce than. venom. But they they don't use it on humans. They're unlikely to use it on humans because they tend to be like scaredy cats. They run away. And oh, if they man. were to bite you, the effects, I guess, are mild. But I don't want to be in a situation. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? No. In fact, it actually said in the article, this part I thought was hilarious, that the main reason like that this spider would cause you harm and the main reason it has caused harm is people reacting to the spider being on them by doing something reckless. Like freaking out and driving a car into a lake. Well, yeah. That happened once. Yep. I would. So, uh, yep, me too. It said uh, like when a man, when driving in 2016, the spider touched his arm oh. and he drove into off of the, uh, you know, off of the... That's like one of my worst nightmares. Yeah. That I will be driving right. and something will like be crawling on what me. What do you like, fear? Have you ever what seen? do you think will crawl on you? Like a snake or something? Uh, no, a snake, because I, like, wouldn't see how a snake would get into my car. But, like, <laughs> a spider, like... And you know what? I you know, I feel like maybe this is all women with hair, but mm. and men, if you have longer hair. But if my curly hair, like, sneaks up and touches me in a weird way, huh, I'm like... <laughs> you're cur- did you say get the fuck out of here! Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, when I'm driving, I don't know. It freaks me out. Yeah, that's scary. I've had like a bee get in the car. You ever have that when you're driving? Oh my god! Like uh, straight up on, uh, uh, like on, what's that movie? <sighs> fat, oh, fat guy in a tiny coat, oh, little oh, Tommy jacket, boy. or Tommy Boy? I don't even 
with the bees. He got isn't it Tommy Boy? He gets pulled over and he like gets he's like driving crazy and he, there was a bee. <laughs> oh my god, that was a deer. A dead deer. I swear that there was... <laughs> is that a movie? Tommy Boy. I'm going to Google it. Tommy remember Boy. When in, they're B. in the front seat and Tommy says to the David Spade, like, he's like being a jackass. And then David Spade goes, see that thing back there? It's not a something. It's a dead rotting deer carcass. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, there's also a scene with bees. Is there? We're both right. <laughs> a, they've had a lot of mishaps, Tommy and his brother. <laughs> Um, oh my God. <laughs> uh, once when I was in Las Vegas and I went to a hip, hip, hypnotist show. Yeah. Um, and I got called up on stage. Mm-hmm. They hypnotized me and a whole bunch of other people. And they at, did, uh, you get pulled over by a cop and what do you say to get out of the ticket? And that's what I did. B, B, B. And then everybody was like, oh, you were doing Tommy Boy. And at the time I had definitely not seen that movie. Oh, and I was weird. like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I definitely know that I was, you know, putting on a little bit of a show. But there. wait a minute. They, so you yeah. were hypnotized at that moment? Yes. And they said, what do you do if a cop comes to the car? Yeah. How do you get out of a ticket? What, other, what did other people do? Show their tits or something? I can't. Re- yeah, I think yeah. so. I think that was like what they were probably right. going for. You with the can't women. even be, even when you're hypnotized, it doesn't occur <laughs> right. to you. Right. I'm like, please. <laughs> yeah, that's on brand. Although, <laughs> at least you're using the damsel in distress routine, which is what I encouraged earlier. Ah, yes, yes. Like how that, I mean, you know, yeah. Oh that is a good one. Yeah, it works every I should, time. I should use it more. Yes, because Angels. if I'm not going to make the same amount of money for, as men do, then I'm going to use yeah. the good stuff. Yeah. I'm probably oh, like single-handedly holding up the glass ceiling at the, with those routines. But <laughs> you know what? Whatever works. Hey, you know what? I feel like it's more like uh, uh, if you can't, can't beat them, join them. Or like something <laughs> about like working the system. Yeah. Or like don't work harder, work smarter or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Or playing to the audience. Well, and I am All in distress. I'm always in distress. So it works. It's not even a yeah. lie. That is true. <laughs> Not for you, but just for like, you know, me, people in like tech, really I am always yeah, in distress. so. And then I really do want help. It's like one of those like, do you want help? No, I'm fine. <laughs> and really I should be just be like, yes, yes, help me. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? <laughs> Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one in the coast guard we think it's all of the above and more but you'll have to find out for yourself visit gocoastguard.com to learn more okay so yes that's uh, uh the horrible thing about uh, Jesus, australia and why we definitely shouldn't go there but um the one thing that i'll add to that is uh, the person who was being interviewed about huntsman spiders said that in 14 years of studying the uh, Aussie huntsman spider, they've handled thousands of individual spiders and only have been bitten 11 times and said, in, and, and mostly in cases where they deserved it. All right. There's so justice then. Thousands of, that's like, yeah, that makes me feel better that this spider is not. But like, I'm not about... Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need to have like that as a pet in well, and I bet living, they, chilling, they don't want to live it. in your house. Mm-hmm. They, you know, oh my god, what kind them. of nest? What kind of well, maybe they do though. 
Well, I because think... they just, they eat cockroaches. Oh, so you think he likes it in there? Yeah, I mean, it feels like like cockroach. Like I don't know. Also, where did this guy live, and where you got cockroaches running around? You got other problems. You know that? <laughs> no, because that I remember when I was in Australia, they like. A lot of the You went there. Yeah. Oh my God. This is your road rules. Susie, tell me everything. Well, just that um, a lot of the houses, because it's so warm there, choose to do kind of like an open air scenario. And that does allow for a lot of cockroach activity. But it didn't feel Mm -hmm. scary or weird. Like it kind of felt like the houses were extensions of the outdoors. So that's how it feels in Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah. It was like there there are rooms where, and we would sleep out. Like I said, in Costa Rica, I would mm-hmm. sleep outside on a hammock. Yeah, don't remind me. And you'd just be like, whatevs. I don't even care. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think it's... Because it, here, if you have cockroaches, you probably have a sanitation problem. But I think, yeah. you know, in warmer climates, it's just the way it is. It's like spiders. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, we'll like not well, allow yeah, it. We won't judge you for that, but I will judge we, you for keeping but, that giant ass spider in your house. Yeah. I'm more... That's the part that like, yeah. I know those exist, but just don't keep like wild. I think like the idea of trapping a wild animal and being, I did, however, have a grasshopper that lived in my house for like a week, but he was free to come and go as he pleased. (laughs) I just put out lettuce. I wasn't. He could, he could do whatever he wanted. I have a fear of grasshoppers. I know this about you. (laughs) Why? One hopped on, where were we? Where something hopped on your... Oh, no, that was me and Ren when we were camping, and oh. I told you about it. And then you were like, oh, yeah. my God, that's terrifying. Anything yes. that can jump, What's... I, it freaks okay. me out because you don't know which way they're going to go, and they might jump on you. So if we were ever on a challenge or doing Fear Factor, mm-hmm. scurriers and hoppers would be <laughs> our doomed. worst nightmare. <laughs> we're really doomed. We're pathetic. <laughs> totally, totally we're scared pathetic. of everything. Scurriers, not, I mean, well, I'm definitely scared of that shit. Um, okay, so that is a country where you don't want to go, but uh, I have a story about a country where they're doing something good, okay. and this is one where we definitely need to adopt this. I'm super into it. Okay. So France just came out. They became the first country to label electronics with a repairability tag. Okay. What is that? I So a lot of... Uh, it feels like... You know, even, oh gosh, even when I was little, there wasn't anything in the house that broke that didn't go to a repair shop. Yep. Our sewing machine, our lawnmower, our, you know, like whatever, vacuum. Yeah. Like there was somebody who came and repaired it. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's it's the like handy man kind of or person like that kind of like DIY thing that we're just not doing anymore. Yeah. Or if it's the products and pro- most likely this that are being designed to have like a shortened, shortened lifespan and to be designed in a way like, okay, perfect example. I had a 1991 Jeep Grand Wagoneer. I'm so Which jealous. is the kind that, Suze, I'm getting one of these back. Yeah, because they're badass. This, they're, well, oh, I wish I never, but I needed, I couldn't keep this car forever. <laughs> <sighs> I'm like so mad that I had that and then got rid of it and ugh, it barely even ran. But so <laughs> when you opened up ran. the hood, right, I still like, oh, it's so beautiful. I opened up, when you would open up the hood, you could see 
the whole engine bay. You could do any repairs. I changed the air filters. I replaced That's hoses great. by myself. I could do whatever because it was all there. Mm-hmm. I have a 2016 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Mm-hmm. I can barely tell you where the battery is on that thing because you lift it up and everything's under a plastic uh, oh, yeah. seal. Mm-hmm. It is designed so a you need like tools to open it. You it's it's like made it more difficult for anybody right. to do any kind of work. Well, because they so, probably want you to take it into the dealership to get repaired. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the European Commission is granting customers that or that people voted on what they are calling the right to repair, mm-hmm. making repairs more appealing, systematic, and cost efficient. I love it. I love it too. And now companies are going to have to uh, provide guarantees for replaced parts and things like that you could be able to replace to, you know, like, duh. Yeah. Would you be, I feel like you and your family would definitely fall into the family of it's getting repaired before it's getting tossed. I'm really into that. Just, it makes me so happy when I can, I just picked up my shoes from, we call them the cobbler, but you know, the shoe repair place. (laughs) Um, Because you can resole shoes. You can get them re-threaded yes. like fry boots. I had them re-threaded the actual stitching and they're good as oh new. God. I borrowed your heels once yeah, and then was like, oh, I think these might be yeah. a little worn down and re- replaced. You know, I was like, thanks so much. And new heat, new. Yeah. New. I me feel like that. it was a, a, a good trade off for letting me borrow them. Yes. Those were so cute. I yes. love that. And I, re- um, Posted on Instagram the you know a while ago about cleaning. How I love to watch things being cleaned. We talked about that on the show. Oh, yes. And they all encouraged me to follow this account on Instagram called Go Clean Co. And she's oh. like a she owns a cleaning company, but she does these really satisfying videos of like cleaning the client's house and then how she did it Ooh. and techniques and stuff. Do I follow her already? Because I follow you a woman be. who does this. Let me say go probably clean go clean. And she was talking about her washing machine and how when she went to buy one, she chose the oh, oldest no. possible model she could find because companies now are making washing machines so that you basically have to replace them every few years. And back in the uh-huh. day, it was like my mom had her washer for 30 years before she had to Forever. replace it. Right? right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't like it, how they're purposefully doing that. And I get it. The business model but it's so bad for the planet. Terrible. I bought the... Oh, one of the other things that they had in this that is super important because it totally is what I'm going to complain about right now. Um, <laughs> they are making it... What do they call it? Um, uh, uh, like, basically, all the cords are the same. Who? Like the companies, they're making it a law. The the, the government <gasps> is making it a Uniformity. law. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it is something like that. Okay. It's There's a name for it. I can't remember what it is, but they said that it has to be, um, oh, a common charge system. Love it. Love it. Love it. Don't do this. They like, all do it. You know, d- yeah. Fuck you, GoPro. I got to buy a separate thing for <laughs> that you, to charge GoPro. that. Unless you want to sponsor me, in which case. We love GoPro. Hell yeah. Love we GoPro, love you. But yeah. I do too. But I really want them to do, you know, give me that. What's What does it say on the repairability tag? Like what's the information provided? Or does it just say like you can repair this? Ooh, I do not know. It, they, they're rolling out starting January <clears throat> 21st. January 20. Nope. 
I said that wrong because I'm totally reading numbers wrong. January 2021. Okay. Well, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. initiatives I like this. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I'm really, really excited about that. It said that uh, there was a survey that went out that said 77% of EU citizens would rather repair their device than replace them, and 79% thought manufacturers should be legally obligated to facilitate the repair of digital devices or replacements of their individual parts. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Did you watch that a went, show on Netflix God. called The Repair Shop? Have you heard of oh, it? Oh, it looks beautiful. It's so cute. I knew you would like that show. <laughs> well, it does check a lot of boxes because it's British. It's soothing, just like Baking Show. Um, yes. And they restore heirlooms and special things people have that they want to be good as new again or at least, you know, presentable. And yeah. it's sort of what you're saying because a lot of things now, there aren't really heirlooms to pass down because everything's right. like disposable. Yep. Which oh, I was me. even thinking about that with my Christmas stuff, you know. Yes. I I in my head had it that like I had a ton of Christmas stuff. I don't because things and then I opened up, you know, the box and one one not good packing job, I had a broken Santa, but it was like they you can only do so much and and Oh, I yeah, it's disposable. I just wish that, yeah, they could be held on to. I feel like now more than ever, everything is made to be disposable. And I'm just really glad that France and, and could like. Yeah, I hope some yeah. of that starts to get undone. Start and start to just Yay. kind of like. Yeah, yep, yep. That's encouraging. Yeah, what was I going to compla- not complain about or something? <clears throat> that, yeah, well, you got it. It was the cords thing, probably. I'm so glad that they made that universal. Ah, yes. What so, do you think? Shall we wind it down? Oh, my God. Or do you wind have it another down? story? Oh, I'll have to save it for next time. It's up to you. Yes. Um, I'll do this one because this okay. one's a quick one. This is okay. a quick little happy one. And then leave you on like kind of a funny note too. Okay. Um, I read a really exciting uh, update in the world of medicine. Um Blind mice have been (laughs) cured of glaucoma and damaged eyes. Wow. So they make what they call epigenetic changes, so like changes to their genes, and they were able to reprogram the genes to cure uh, eye issues that were like degenerative. Susie. Yeah. That is fantastic, Renews. Yeah. I read three articles about this, (laughs) and in three articles, no one... 
made a blind mice joke, three blind mice joke. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of when you said blind Very mice. first thing. I was like, I'm not even going to read you the title. Like, you can't even read that title without, like, Maybe three blind mice. Do you think mice. they thought it was Now they taste. can see. Well, I was thinking that. I was like, okay, maybe in the first article that I looked at, which is like science yeah, and it's called worldatlarge.news, and it's like bolder, elegant journalism. Yeah, they're probably yeah. going to not do that. But then goodnewsnetwork.com. That hurts. You're, that's like you're, 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 uh, come on. Yeah. That's just lazy. You're, you're, you're. <laughs> yeah, it's just lazy. I don't know. I feel like you're, 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 you're not. They doing the obvious. I well, needed a joke. Insulting. I like like scanned it. It's insulting. The first That's thing it. you it's not, think it's not, when like, someone says blind mice is that right. there are and three tell of me them. you're not picturing those. Yes, right. I mean, and I read the whole thing thinking that maybe the last line they would do you something were just clever. Crossing your fingers. I really was. I was like, I know this is so exciting. This is so exciting in science. Give me the three blind mice joke. <laughs> Nothing. No whammy. No whammy. No, no, no whammy. No whammy. So they said that it <laughs> is like. Um, you can kind of think of the, the technology or how they fake, not, well, not really technology, but, um, the science behind it. Um, they think of it as like a CD that our genes have all of that information on it. And then as we age and as that gene, um, uh, is damaged in a way, or like it sends, it starts scratching the CD and the, it hmm. becomes unreadable. So the information on that CD can't be read anymore. Yeah. So by making these genetic changes, it starts to stimulate the – it starts to almost like undo the scratches and like buff out the scratches so that the information underneath can – it's like the, the body can read it as younger eyes. Oh, Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And so, you know, I just, I think it's really cool. It's really <laughs> promising. And especially for somebody like myself who has um, a genetic um, predisposition yeah. to macular degeneration, that's the one thing my grandma lost in her old right. age is And it her does eyesight. affect your quality of life. Yeah. For sure. So I thought that was exciting, <clears throat> but also a little bit of a letdown that I didn't get a three blind mice joke. Well, and I was reading this article about the... Um, vaccine and it was talking about the older population in nursing homes and how half of them have um, either Alzheimer's or dementia, you know, or they don't Mm -hmm. have the cognitive abilities to consent in the normal way. Yeah. And so I was just thinking how tragic that is that half of the people in nursing homes are experiencing that. And I just hope hmm. that we can make some progress in those fields. Because when you hear stuff like this, yeah. you think, okay, maybe that's in the future then. And you know what? There is a connection because mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. aging of a gene, and uh, this is right. going to be a very like rudimentary explanation of it. So I apologize in advance to all my you know geneticists out there who are like, eh. well, we're not but, that kind of doctor, <laughs> right? Not that right. So it's. Oh my God. And now how was I even going to explain this? What were we, what was, my brain just took like a left turn. We're talking about. I was saying hopefully they'll cure. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So it's linked to the proteins in the brain. And so like as you age, there are, there are these proteins that are created and the, the pro, we also see those same proteins, not the same ones, but you know, these proteins Mm -hmm. in, um, Alzheimer's and in dementia. Yeah. So if you can find something that 
that tells that gene to stop producing those proteins Mm -hmm. in what do they call like demyelination or something like that. I can't remember what it's called, but, um, you can do that. It's like kind of scrubbing it off. And I feel like we've talked about that before about how, didn't we see something about like alcohol or like a glass of wine or something? It like scrubs it off, almost like brushing the teeth of like it scrubs off yeah, the, the, the plaque. <laughs> stuff, the plaque mm-hmm. or whatever. And I kind of think of that as the same as like, like taking off the scratches on the CD. Yeah. So maybe well, it's connected. I hope so. I got a friend who a is a good job of increasing our um, longevity. But yeah. sometimes the quality of life doesn't match the length of life. And so I'm hopeful for that. Right, right. Like keeping the body a- a- alive. Yeah, but, and then you uh, can enjoy your old age rather than just endure it. Oh, my God. No. Yes, that sounds painful. Endure old age. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Let's so, wind it down, man. All right, winding it down. We're pissed yes. at um, the op-ed journalist yeah. person and dr jill biden is a badass so good for her the most badass we're very happy with france and their <clears> decision <throat> to start you know encouraging people to or encouraging companies to yeah. make things more reusable yay that's good news for the future well and we're not so great in yeah. australia and spiders yeah <clears throat> but we're glad we got closure on the treasure hunt story oh, that was God. cool that was lovely i just like it and, and uh, we're going to, like, keep our fingers crossed that he's not a perf. And let's uh, let's all celebrate the fact that Sarah's mask gives her superpowers. I was really excited about, about that. Oh, yes. I was like, does it? <laughs> oh, right. Yes, it absolutely does. To it kick gives men's me, ass. Uh, the power to speak up. Yeah. And stop being yes. polite. And stop being polite. Yes. But, um, ah. yeah, it was really fun being with you here today, Sarah. It was so fun being with you. <laughs> oh, I want to tell people that I only have a few of the Patreon uh, limited edition pins left. Yeah. And I was thinking about how cool it would be if you were like out in the world mm-hmm. and you had like your pin on your backpack and you saw somebody else who had the same pin on their backpack. It would be like, oh my, oh my God. God, that would be adorable. Right? Oh, and there are only a few left. So join now. It is the time. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like maybe I like throw in a, you know, extra little thing or two here or there. Cause I just like to put random things in like random envelopes. Sometimes. Well, I'm doing tons of giveaways too on our Q and A's and yes. all of that's at patreon.com slash brain candy. So join us for all of our reality TV content there and we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, try giving my podcast, Miraculous Mamas, a listen. Miraculous Mamas is a safe and inclusive place for you to find a huge amount of educational and relatable information about childbirth and parenting with absolutely everything in between. Each week we discuss important topics, share great resources, hear from experts, and listen to birth stories all in an effort to bring you reassuring and informative experiences so that you know that you are not alone. That's all on Miraculous Mamas podcast. Look for the podcast link in the show notes or simply search for Miraculous Mamas on your podcast app.